1: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a AM member FDIC. Oilers Now
0: with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. 6.30 Ched and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office supplies at huge savings?
1: Yeah, Digitex does that.
0: D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio. 6.30 Ched. Welcome back, everybody. It is the second hour of Oilers Now, 105 in Edmonton on a game night. Oilers and the Winnipeg Jets' first exhibition game. Oilers will uh, feature... A forward line of Ryan Nugent, Hopkins, Sam Gagne, and James Neal. We'll hear from Neal and Gagne in this hour, as well as Evan Bouchard, who is in the lineup as well as our headliner today, Daryl Cates, Edmonton Orders owner, in about uh, 47 seconds time. Orders now brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. Don't buy your valuable time meeting with door-to-door sales reps. Your all-in-one convenient location is digitex.ca, Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office technology and software. We will get to some of your texts at six thirty, six thirty, in our Heartland 4 text line with over $10 million in new and pre-owned inventory. They're one of the largest volume four dealers heartland ford in fort saskatchewan you can reach us on a river cree resort and casino hotline at 780-496-0063 we're on twitter at wetters now you can tweet me personally bob underscore Stoffer. brendan escott a big part of our show available at brendan with two e's scott with two t's all right full disclosure uh we're gonna do this right now uh we pre-taped the conversation. Uh, due to some time commitments uh, in and around uh, 11 o'clock today. But let's get right to it. Our Oilers now headliner brought to you by Touchback Safety. Your safety is their goal. Discover your safety training solutions at TouchbackSafety.com. Without further ado, here's our conversation with Edmonton Oilers owner, Daryl Cates. At this time, we'd like to welcome back to the show Edmonton Oilers owner daryl cates and daryl over the course of the last uh several months uh a question that i get often here on Oitters now and so do all the other media guys and uh certainly around town uh ever since it was revealed back in may that you've been battling a serious illness people want to know uh you know what's the health of daryl cates how are you doing can you give us an update if possible
1: an update well um thanks bob you know, clearly, it's been a battle the last couple of years, but uh, you know I'm relieved uh, to tell you the worst is behind me, and i'm I'm gonna be just fine. That's the key i I want to send a big thank you to everyone who reached out uh, with their support i I got thousands and thousands of cards and emails, and i've it's really been overwhelming, and uh, my family and I really appreciate it.
0: That's great to hear, Daryl. Let's switch focus. Let's talk about the team. It was a tough year last year. The team underperformed. You made some big changes uh, that were needed in the offseason, bringing in Ken Holland and Dave Tippett, retooling the hockey ops and the roster. How are you feeling about the team, Daryl?
1: We made all the necessary changes this offseason that we viewed were important to improve the hockey club. We... We changed Bob's role so he could concentrate on hockey. We hired Kenny and, of course, Dave Tippett. You know, they bring enormous stability and experience to the organization. And uh, you know, Ken has our total trust and autonomy to make all the hockey decisions. He's clearly improved uh, the roster. You know, we're faster. We're a deeper team. You know, really, the idea was to complement the core that we have. Um, we believe we have a core that's as good as any in the NHL, and obviously Connor sets the tone. He's an unbelievable person. He's a hard worker. He wants to win. You know, and, and importantly, he's a great, great captain. Um, you know, last year we saw you know Leon break out, Nuge had a career-setting year, and you know, of course, our defense. You can see our defense coming. Uh, we believe we'll have one of the best defense in the league uh, in the foreseeable future. I think one of the big keys is our development system. You know, particularly when I talk about defense, you you see that I've invested in Bakersfield to lay the foundation for you know what an elite hockey club needs to have in a salary cap era. I'm clearly. You know, we need to draft and develop to compete, and we have a a lot of young players ready to compete for a roster spot. You know, I remember when we didn't have a defenseman to come up, up, you know, to call on to come up, and now uh, we've got some of the best young defense prospects in the league. I'm you know, I'm personally optimistic we'll compete for a playoff spot. And uh, with our development, we're in a position to get better year over year.
0: We're joined by Edmonton Oilers owner, Daryl Cates. Bob Stoffer with you, Oilers now. Daryl, you made changes you needed on the ice, but you've been busy off the ice as well. Bringing in Tom and Anselmny to run the business side of the Oilers Entertainment Group. What can fans expect from Tom and from his team?
1: You know, my vision was uh, to redevelop, uh, you know, a big piece of downtown Edmonton with, uh, you know, the cornerstone being the arena. And uh, we really moved from a development organization to an operational entity now. And it was the right time to bring in someone of Tom's caliber and experience to the organization. You know, he's, he's the guy that got Maple Leaf Square up and running and brings a lot of horsepower to us. He clearly, his job is to create a world-class experience for our fans in Ice District. We've improved a bunch of things with the fan experience in Roger's place, you know, better food, better game experience, better team on the ice. But, you know, really, it's about Ice District. We built uh, the arena and the district to take um, the entire experience to the next level and you know, I think we've done that. There's there's, there's really nothing like Ice District anywhere in pro sports. And now with the JW Marriott Open and the Plaza coming online in a few months, we're close to the full package. And, you know, our hope is that uh, fans come early to the game, uh, eat at Braven in the JW, go to Roger's Place for the game, and come back and hang out in Ford Hall or the plaza after the game. And, uh, you know, many of our fans travel to and from our games uh, from out of town, and, you know, now they have a hotel uh, they can stay at that's really connected to the arena. So it's the total experience that we were after, and, it, it you know, it really gives us the ability to host and compete for big events like the World Juniors that we have coming in December 2020, and big, you know, bigger NHL events like the All-Star Game, you know, which we will bring to the city as well. So, um, you know, the size of of our investment and the size of the prize is huge for Oilers fans. And Tom and his group, the idea is that um, you know they'll bring it all all to life for everybody.
0: Daryl Cates, Oilers owner. Joining us on orders now, Bob Stauffer with you. Daryl, uh, if you're comfortable, can you give us an update on ticket sales for the upcoming season? Where are things at right now?
1: Well, you know, we made significant changes uh, relative to all of our staff this off season, both on and off the ice, and I'm optimistic that fans will respond to the changes. We've listened to our focus groups and our fans and made Changes across the board to improve the fan experience and uh, the investment that fans make in us. Um, Clearly, we understand fans are frustrated. You know, I'm frustrated too. And we know that the economy has been, you know, kind of slumping in Alberta. Uh, We we have some tickets to sell, and uh, in fact, they are selling. And I think fans are responding to the changes in a positive manner um and you know our intention was to change the organization from the top down and uh we're going to continue connect to connect with our fans and work hard to get them into the building and out the ice district and to sell tickets to all of our events
0: lots of things are going on right now daryl what is your overall mood and what is your message to the oilers fans
1: well, you know, Bob. In general, I, I think, uh, you know, we know it's been tough sledding for Oilers fans. You know, I'm no exception, both on the ice and with the team. You know, and off the ice in the tough economy. You know, it's been tough for everybody who loves the team. Uh, I haven't given up hope on, on the team or our fans. In fact, I've invested you know billions of dollars. We did what we needed to do this off season and made some tough decisions to get the team right and we're we're all optimistic that the team is close and if if it wasn't I don't think we would have been successful bringing in Kenny Holland and Dave Tippett. So most of all I I have to say thank you to our fans. Thank you for uh, your unrivaled support of the Oilers and your passion for hockey in Edmonton uh, none of us take that support for granted you know for one second and that's why we've all been working so hard the off season to get things right uh, you know everybody in the organization plans to turn this around and when we do you know it's going to be very special for the Oilers fans and oil countries as a whole in fact you know, this is why I originally bought the team to see uh ice district and everything come together the way it has, and to see uh the team you know come together and and hopefully they're coming together at the same time so there we go uh, that's the uh that that's the point of everything
0: Daryl. look, we appreciate your time look forward to uh seeing you in the building here
1: shortly okay, Bob, thank you for everything.
0: All right, that's Edmonton our owner Daryl Cates. It is 116 in Edmonton. Uh, so, a bit of an update on the uh, health. We're going to bring Brendan Escott in here. Kind of got the sense that, uh, okay, we'll talk about it, uh, provided the update, but it, I, I got the sense that he was more comfortable talking about the changes and, uh, you know. Uh, certainly an appreciation for the fans didn't really want to, you know, hey, okay uh, you know, I, it's, I'm over, I'm past it now, all that kind of stuff, that's kind of how I read is that fair? Because he had a, a different pitch, I thought uh, n- and not pitching the fans, just a, a different level of excitement, talking about maybe some of the, uh, you know, stuff that was happening on ice with the team and that sort of thing Would definitely agree with that, fair to say and, and and maybe that's just part of hockey culture no one really seems to love talking about themselves, they'd rather talk about something else and give credit right. where credit's due, so not overly surprising, but it was encouraging to hear there was so much community outreach in, in support of him. Yeah, it was over, I was told, uh, when he said thousands, I heard over 5,000 people either emailed or sent letters uh, to the organization after uh, Daryl's appearance when the Edmonton Letters hired Ken Holland as uh, the president of hockey operations and the general manager. So, hey, hey, people have heard. We've got a lot of positive response here, uh, you know, well-wishers. Um... I don't think it's lost on anybody that uh, obviously the team's missed the playoffs for 12 out of the last 13 years. So there's you're going to be challenged when that occurs, and that comes with the territory. And uh, I'm going to be very intrigued to see where Tom and Selmy takes things on the business side, uh, and certainly, Brendan, uh, you you dealt with this during the two weeks that you hosted straight in August, but I got a different feel from Oilers fans regarding Ken Holland after the execution of the Milan-Lucic trade. And that's that's completely fair to say. I think I noticed the shift at that yeah. point as well. It was almost as if everybody had turned on him before he even had a chance to do anything leading up to that trade. And then once the trigger was pulled, oh, maybe we should just sit back and watch the big-picture plan here rather than focusing on days yeah. at a time. We'll see how Neil does. We're going to hear from James Neil coming up at 1.35 today. Uh... You know, I know that on our, on July first, fans were upset about the Oilers' lack of movement, and of course, there's some difficulty and flexibility given contract and and that sort of thing. I I told people, look, there's there's six weeks here. Um, Edmonton ended up signing Josh Archibald sometime in the middle of July, and uh, Riley Sheehan, what late August, early September. Uh, Granlin, Archibald, and Sheehan are are three legitimate NHL players that'll play in the Oilers' bottom six. They'll kill some penalties, give the team a little bit different dimension. We'll see which of the young defensemen gets a chance. Daryl Cates alluded to that. Uh, One of those guys isn't even here right now. It's Philip Broberg. Um, But I do think Bouchard and Broberg are stone-cold mortal locks as top four defensemen, just as I felt years ago that Clefbaum and Nurse were which some would say, why did you do the deal for uh, Griffin Reinhardt when you did, knowing that you had those other guys? So uh, that said, I wouldn't write off one of Jones or Ethan Baer or William Langison breaking through as well. So I'd agree with Daryl in his assessment that uh, the defense in terms of from a prospect base is, uh, is is coming, and I don't think anybody would debate. When you look at a core that includes Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisettle, and Ryan Nugent Hopkins up front, that's a pretty good starting point. Uh, a lot of work to be done, and I, I certainly, just judging by the response we got back on our text line at six thirty, six thirty, I think there were some people that appreciated some of Daryl Cates' comments. Again, we'll have that podcasted and up for you as well, immediately following the show. One twenty in Edmonton. And again, you can text us at 6.30, 6.30. Some guests on the show receive gift certificates too. Japanese Village steak and seafood cooked right at your table. Visit their Edmonton South, Downtown, Northside, and Sherwood Park locations. I think that's the fourth or fifth time we've had Dar- we had Daryl quickly on the uh, Face Off show last year for the season opener. That was about a two to three minute interview. I think in our days with uh, Oilers lunch slash Oilers now it's the fourth time we've done something with Daryl. I think that's the longest. So. Uh- uh, you know, I hope you found it at least uh, encouraging. There's some owners that like to be heard every day in certain markets, like a guy in Ottawa. Others that kind of want the hockey operations people to do the majority of the talking. But I do think it's important once in a while that you hear from the owner of the team. 121 in Edmonton. We'll take a timeout. This is Oilers now. <laughs> This is Oilers Now with Bob Stauffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Ched. It's 124 in Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stauffer, Brendan Escott with you. We just heard from Edmonton Oilers owner, Daryl Cates. Let's get to some texts on the Heartland 4 text line before we bang off a quick two-minute interview with Evan Bouchard. Uh, this text out of Edmonton, seriously, I'm very thankful for Mr. Cates. Stability and love of the team in the city. Very much appreciated. Another text comes to us from Dan out of Red Deer Bob. all. All All I can say is I'm glad Daryl Cates bought the orders. Can't imagine the state we would be going through in these tough times uh, without his commitment. Doubt we'd still have the team if he hadn't taken the orders over. Hopefully, uh, guys like you can let him know that behind the scenes, there are fans out out there that do appreciate his commitment. Uh, I think the new building... And I think uh, the amount of building that has taken subsequently downtown helped Edmonton during a very difficult economic time. Uh, I will never disparage the work of the Edmonton Investors Group. I personally believe Cal Nichols should be uh, considered to be in the Hockey Hall of Fame as a builder. I know I bumped into another one of the former owners on the weekend, a guy who's got a very uh, profitable business here in town. Um, you know, I think they got probably five to 7,000 employees across the country. Um I, I do know this, I, and Bruce Savile has stated this, and Cal has stated this. It would have been very challenging uh, under the EIG to have built a new arena and, uh, and what ice district will eventually come. Uh, but you know what? Bottom line, when it comes to the hockey team, they got to win. And winning changes a lot of different things. And that might change the narrative long-term as well. One of the guys that has a chance to be a key part of the uh, future, you heard Daryl Cates talk about the young defense. His name is Evan Bouchard. He was stellar yesterday in the scrimmage. I caught up with him afterwards. Let's get to that conversation. I know it's just a step, but just a thought on, uh, you know, you played a couple rookie games and had strong performances in those
2: against Calgary. And just today with the scrimmage, like, how do you think it went for you out there? I think it went... Good. I think the you know, rookie games really helped me uh, get into uh, you know really how it feels to to play a game, and then I think that transferred a lot uh, out here. and know the team i think team white played a great game all around all right so how much did you i mean obviously
0: you're reported in great shape you got a completely different body composition going uh you know was this a, a massive step forward for you training wise you think compared to maybe where you're at last year
2: yeah i think it was huge i wanted to definitely uh you know change some things work on things and i think uh, i did that and i think it's helped me improve my game quickness? One of the things that they talked to you at the end of the year improved first step quickness and, and maybe just not, you know, you can't, you have to play at a different pace of pro than obviously, couldn't Yeah, it's definitely one of the big things that uh, I was focusing on this summer. I think uh, that's improved. There's still work to be done and really focus on, you know, pushing it every, every time you're out there on the ice and I think uh, you know, I'm working on that and if I can um, you know, do that, I think good things will come. Uh, you see the lineup
0: you see that there's five returning defensemen you know that Dave wants to go lefty righty combinations there's an opportunity there for you to go get isn't there Evan
2: uh, I think so yeah I think uh, for right now for me it's just focusing on uh, showing well in the games doing well in practices learning well, uh, while I'm here right now and so you see where things go you read too much into who they originally
0: slotted with you with, and the, with the Group A and the Group Bs, and maybe who else got slotted in certain spots, or do you, do you just have to focus on what you can do to get noticed?
2: Yeah, you just have to focus on what you can do. There's, um, you know, in the games here, there was everyone there was uh, very skilled, so whoever you get put with, there's uh, different types, but I think, uh, you know, they, they fit it well today with uh, the D pairings, but, um, no, you don't have to look into that stuff too much, I just think, as long as you go out there and show your people, it uh, will be fine.
0: All right, uh, that is Evan Bouchard of the Edmonton Oilers. It's 128 in Edmonton. This is Oilers Now. Still to come, one-on-one conversation with Jack, uh, James Neal and Jack Michaels in conversation with Sam Gagné. Off to a global news weather traffic update, Eileen Bell. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.